So it happened. I got got by a tree. I was warned not to walk by this tree, and this was the only and this was the only tree I was warned to not walk by. But I had to be an asshole and prove prove to her that this tree was nothing to worry about. It just grabbed me, and I was lucky it got distracted by the other person that also got got when they were trying to save me. Welcome to Creepy Critters. Uh, this is a podcast where I talk about cryptids and whatnot with a guest or two. Today, we're going to be talking about hungry plants. With me Woo-hoo. today is Lindsay. Hello. And Daniel. Hello. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about three trees that just eat people. Oof. <laughs> Excellent. It's, pr- it's pretty good. Um, I will say off, off, just off the top of the episode, all of these are basically just like a dude lying about trees. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what? Just gonna say that. (laughs) It all comes from, it pretty much all comes from one source. Gotcha. And I feel, you know, and I, and I applaud that person, but um but yeah so one of the things that i think is very uh unfortunate is that there's not enough crypto uh there's not enough uh crypto botany oh uh i want more plant creatures i want more killer plants uh the plants are being neglected yeah and uh like and i and one of the things that i honestly like regret like if i can go back in time like i would study botany instead of being instead of the bullshit i studied in oh, really? college oh. Yeah, what did no, you study i don't want to talk about communication let's oh. just let's just okay. say i have an interdisciplinary degree because i got screwed over uh dance oh, yeah interpretive yeah. dance no okay <laughs> no it was um no i was doing uh so there's basically a very i was going to double major and the only reason I was double majoring is because, uh, well, uh, speaking of things that bring me joy, which yep. is the opposite <laughs> of what we're talking about. <laughs> plants that uh, eat people. <laughs> plants that eat people. Yes. So the first plant, the first plant, and by plant, I mean tree, uh, that eats people is known by the man eating tree. Uh, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> So the earliest known tale of the man-eating tree, or a man-eating tree, there's multiple ones. It's not just one. All by the same person. Yeah, originated as a report report by Edmund Spencer for New York World. New York World? No, Um, must not be. No. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe? Like, I don't know. Cannot be. Let's see. Yeah, I only know Edmund Spencer, the poet. No, poet. it's spelled he differently. He died in 1599, so I'm guessing he didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's also Do not spelled the same way. Particular mm. thing. Yeah. Okay. Spencer's article first appeared in the daily edition of the New York World on a- April 
April 22nd, 1874, and appeared again in the weekly edition of the newspaper two days later. Oh, is this the guy that did the fairies as well? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Sorry oh, to keep okay. bringing up other Edmund Spencers. <laughs> well, um, I think I think it might have been a more common name than I thought it was. He had a whole hoax, like, oh, these are real fairies, no, and he no, took pictures. No, you're thinking. Nope, you're thinking different person. Okay, my bad. Okay. <laughs> different Continue. person. Moving on, please. <laughs> please carry on. <laughs> In the article, a letter was published by a purported. That's cre- that's the key word there. Purported. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. German explorer named Karl Leisch, also known by Karl Leisch, well, by the uh, car with a K or car with a C. Okay. So basically, it's spelled differently both times. Um, who provided a report of exp- of encountering a sacrifice performed by the Makoto tribe of Madagascar. Oh, okay. This story was picked up by many other newspapers the uh, on the day. Uh, that included the South uh, Australian Register on October 22nd, uh, 1874, where it gained even more popularity. Mm. Describing the tree, the account related. In the letter, Leish uh, described how while traveling through Madagascar, he came to a region of the country uh, occupied by the Makotos, a tribe of inhospitable savages whom little was known. Savages. Also, also, like, I think the reason it got super popular in Australia is they have a uh, multiple plants down there that will kill you if you do anything to it at all. <laughs> I mean, that they have lots burning, of things that want to kill you. touching, eating the fruit. Um, I guess, like, breathing the air around it can ha- harm you. Jeez. There's some scary plants out there. I mean, Australia has like well, notably very scary well, animals. There's also there's also trees like that in America. They're just mostly in the uh they're just mostly in Florida. Or like poison Florida. ivy. I mean, that's kind of scary. Or like my mom once brought back a cactus plant. Like, okay, so I grew up in Michigan and my parents went to Arizona to visit, uh, see if they wanted to move there which we did, she brought back a cactus leaf and it was. she was like, oh, look, it's fuzzy. It's not a cactus, it's fuzzy. And that just means that the cactus like shoots its things out at you. Oh my God. And so my sister and I were covered in cactus needle, cactus, cacti? Cacti, needle? C- cactus needle? I don't know, Cac- needles uh, from a cactus. And that was terrible. And that was Jeez. something my mom. Wow, my mom's making a, an appearance. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's also uh, plants. Uh, I don't know if they're too far out of the south, but they're called stinging nettles. I've heard of that um, before. I feel like yeah, they they uh, they get little barbs in you, and they like to stick, and it's just real awful. But me being a Boy Scout, learned that often that grows close to stinging nettles is called a jewel weed. Which, if you apply the slime that's in it on it, it often releases and soothes the the stained oh metals yes what useful knowledge it's very useful knowledge that i don't and i don't remember what a jewel reed looks like i just know that they oh. grow close by. <laughs> i mean but we have google okay. now so it's fine <laughs> so yeah uh, apparently this uh, german explorer in the age of exploration well i guess the second age of exploration 
Because late 1800s is like real prime colonialism time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, found a tribe of inhospitable savages of whom little was known. As uh, Leish and his party walked along, they noticed that the members of the Makoto tribe were silently emerging from the jungle and started following behind them. They came to a spot where a stream wound through the forest, where they encountered the most singular of trees. Leish provided a detailed description of it. If you can imagine a pineapple eight feet high and thick in proportion. And under By the, the way, sea. that's thick with two seas, <laughs> obviously. Just this real real thick, like dummy thick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In proportion uh, in proportion of uh of resting its base and denuded of leaves. You will have uh you will have a good idea of the trunk of the tree. Which However, was not the color of a anana. I, I look. I don't know if that's supposed to say banana or if it was something else. <laughs> I, was I like, just uh, copied the. I just copied the thing that was in the thing. Okay. The writer was a minion. Like, <laughs> oh no no no! That is a. Uh, it's basically a pineapple. Okay. Ah, okay. It's a pineapple. Okay. Anana. Dingy, uh, but a dark dingy brown, and apparently hard as iron. From the apex of the truncated cone, at least two feet in diameter, eight leaves uh, hung sheer to the ground as doors swung back on their hinges. These leaves, which were joined at the t- uh, joined at the top of the tree at regular intervals, were about eleven to twelve feet long. That's your uh, that is a uh, sign that this was a hoax. Why would a German be using Imperial? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, good one. <laughs> like, like if it was like if it was like a British person, you can be like, you know, they do use that's where we got Imperial from. Shaped very much of the leaves of the American aguave or century plant. So I'm having a hard time uh picturing this kind of. It's like a big brown pineapple. With eleven foot leaves. Yeah. Okay. Like um. All right. Okay. I've seen these in Arizona. It's basically like yeah, a tiny cactus that is like like an aloe plant. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah, it's an aloe plant, like, but giant, and eats people. They were two feet through, in their thickest parts, and three feet wide. tapering to a sharp point that looks like a cow horn horn, very convex on the outer but now under surface and on the inner now upper surface slightly concave the concave face was thickly set with very strong thorny hooks who upon like those upon the head of a thizzle or tizzle. Tiz- oh my god, no. Tizel. So many. Tizel? Nyan. Nyan. I can't do another note. I can't do another editor's note. I can't do it. <laughs> These leaves, hanging thus limp and lifeless, dead green in color, had the appearance of the massive strength of 
fiber, uh, oak fiber. So it's an intimidating plant. So reading through some of this stuff, it could this could uh, the description of this could easily be turned into a very interesting animation. Hmm. I just I just I just saw the uh I saw the line that the uh that the leaves like uh rise up subtly throbbing against the air. Oh dear. <laughs> that made me shudder in spite of myself. <laughs> and this is the German Gosh. saying this, okay. Wow. <laughs> yes. So he was into by it. the way, this is a very long description of hey, it looks like a weird tree with with tentacles. Oh, <laughs> is this like Lovecraftian? Is that what it's turning into? It's like a Lovecraftian tree. Sure. This is in the 1800s? 1800s, yeah. The apex of the cone was a round white concave figure, like a smaller plate set within a larger one. It was not a flower, but a receptacle. Sorry. And there ex- exuded into it a clear, trachly liquid, honey sweet, and possessed possessed of violent intoxication and sophoric properties. I've been told that before. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just extend this awkward silence for as long as possible. Uh, from beneath the rim, so to speak. Oh dear. Why are you sexualizing this plant right now? <laughs> I'm not. This German jerked off to this plane, apparently. Oh my god. <laughs> Beneath the rim. This so is a to different speak, kind of scary. <laughs> was the utmost, uh, undermost plate of a series of long, green, hairy ten- uh, tendrils that stretched out in every t- direction from the horizon. These were seven or eight feet long each. Wait, what? Ha- I don't. Okay, hold on. What was the ten to twelve foot one then? They were like leaves. Okay, and th- and then what you're describing now is it's tendrils, like within the leaves. No, no, they're separate. Oh, okay. For so many words being put together, it's not very clear. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, so what I'm imagining? Okay, so it's I'm making hand motions. So it's like almost shaped like a pineapple then it has like not super wide leaves but like leaves that kind of go across the uh that go down to the ground basically Uh and then Mm -hmm. and then from the top you have like um you have like kind of almost like a venus flytrap type thing okay and then underneath that it has the tendrils okay oh okay all right okay so um, it must be quite tall then as well. Probably. It didn't say how tall it was. It says everything else in great detail about <laughs> how tall it is. <laughs> These were eight to seven feet long each and tapered from four inches to about a half an inch of diameter, yet stretched out stiffly like iron rods. Okay. I swear this just wanted to fuck <laughs> this plant. All right. <laughs> like, Let's I'm do sure it. it. We're going there. Like okay. Above, above these, in between the upper and lower cup, six white, almost transparent palpi 
uh, reared themselves towards the sky, twirling and twisting with a marvelous, incessant motion, yet constantly reaching uh, upwards. Thin as reeds and frail as quills, apparently they were set that they were yet five or six feet tall. And they were constantly and vigorously in motion, with that supple, <laughs> sinuous, silent throbbing against the air. They made Are me shudder right inside. No, I'm not. <laughs> um. They made me shudder in spite of myself with the suggestion of the serpent flayed yet dancing on their their tails. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Oh my goodness. This is like Okay, right. It's it's very this tree is very sexy, apparently. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Makotos. When they saw the tree sounded Tepe, Tepe. And they surrounded one of their women and forced her at Javelin Point to climb, climb the tree until she reached the apex of the cone of that oh, contained God. the trickling oh, no. fluid. Tisks, tisks. The, Mako, uh, the uh, Makotos men uh, uh, cried, which meant drink, drink, obediently. She Again, this is just like... Drink okay. the fluid. <laughs> Obe- is- Obediently, she drank, and almost instantly, the slender palpi of the tree came alive, quivered, and seized around her. With her neck and arms, she screamed, but the ten- uh, but the tendrils gripped her tighter, strangling her until her cries became a gurgled moan. Ugh. The contraction of the uh, the tendrils caused the fluids of the tree to stream down its trunk, mingling with the blood and oozing viscera of the victim. Uh. This is not a man-eating tree anymore. (laughs) This is like a sexual assault and murder tree. (laughs) I was just gonna say, it's escalated. So this is kind of like one of those things, like, this is like back in the day when someone read it and they're just like, okay, this is my kink. Sensational. <laughs> the uh, yeah. the Makotos rushed towards rushed forward to drink the mixture of the blood and tree fluid. Uh. Then ensued a grotesque and indescribable hideous orgy. Oh. Okay. Uh, Leish concluded his letter by explaining that he studied the carnivorous tree for three more weeks during which time he found several other smaller specimens of it in the forest. He saw one of the trees eat a lemur. Oh, is this lemur. a... Okay, I just... Because I, I needed to know. Makoto, is this a, a Japanese um, tribe? Is no, it, it's... You said Australia. No, 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 this is in Australia. Uh, this is uh, Madagascar, but it's M-K-O-D-O-S. That's like the only way I can think of saying it. Makotos or Makoto. Hmm. It may be made up. Hmm. Yeah, whenever I look it up, the only thing I see is talking about this thing I'm talking about right now. So it's probably just made up. Okay. I see a mirror <laughs> shop in Indonesia. Yeah, it, like <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever I whenever I search it up, it's only referring to this 
particular thing. Okay. So interesting. It's okay. probably just made up okay. by either by Spencer. Well, probably by Spencer, Edmund Spencer. So, but also he uh, apparently he saw a lemur uh, make the tree make fluids all over the place after strangling. Mm. It. That's a thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, how you feel about that? <laughs> um, I mean, I dislike. I don't like rapey trees. Um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm excited to hear about the other two because maybe these other two will beat up that other tree, and that'll be all right, I guess. <laughs> like tree on tree violence um. <laughs> within species. <laughs> so, uh, fun fun fact: the next one I'm going to talk about is in South America. Also featuring Carl Leish. Mm. Hey. Fancy that. We just read someone's tree-based murder erotica, I guess. It's like tentacle porn, but for plant lovers. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> I, I lured you on to this episode just to talk about something I wrote. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, I love you plants You made so all much. of this up. You're like... <laughs> The next two aren't nearly as uh, long-winded. Okay. So the next one we're talking about is the Yativio. Um, it's a famous carnivorous tree found in South America with a more famous uh, African cousin, which is who we're just talking about, the, the tree Okay. that gets off to by eating people. Wait, African or Australian? Is this in Spanish? African. But I thought that the, that the pineapple tree thing was in Australia. No, no, no. It was it was famous in Australia, but it wasn't in Australia. It was in Madagascar. Oh, okay, Madagascar. Right, right, okay, got it. Yeah. Um, is this Spanish? Yate veo. Yes. Like already. It UIC? means I see you. Okay. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um. At least that's what it says here. In J. W. Buell's Land and Sea. Uh, which was published in 1887, the Ya Te or the I See Already plant, is said to catch and consume large insects, but also attempt to consume humans. Which I feel like there's a few steps in between Yeah, I there. mean, yeah, it's quite a big jump <laughs> from, like, an insect to a person. <laughs> like, if I think of the biggest insect I see, I don't think they even lie, like... A toddler is, like, way bigger than them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll run with it. We'll run with it. <laughs> Insects to humans. So the Yateveo is said to be a carnivorous plant that grows in parts of Central and South America, with cousins in Africa and on the shores of the Indian Ocean. There are many different descriptions of the plant, but most say that it has a short, thick trunk, with long tendril-like appendages that are used to uh, capture prey. Some even claim it has an eye to locate its prey with. Oh. Hmm. Short, thick trunk with an eye. Got it. Yep. Yep. That's that's what it is. This is all plant-based erotica. (laughs) (laughs) The the natives feared it uh, as if it had bad omens. And was thought to be a work of an evil witch doctor magic. 
1981, intrepid explorer Karl Leisch told a tale of the terrible tree. The German gave a gruesome account on its of his encounter with the plant. As the plant slobbered on a filly. Oh. A, a filly? It's, it's cheese stick. No, horse? as a horse, a horse, horse. Okay, so, so from insects to humans to horses, got it. Also, big I mean, a jump. horse is quite big. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. That's another quite a jump. This Carl guy, this poor Carl man, has seen so many things. I don't think it's poor. I think he like seeks this out. I think this was a time before internet and he found his kink and he had to travel the world to find it. <laughs> was Maybe he doing drugs true. on his explorations? No, and I have a feeling <laughs> that he was also made up by someone and they just, someone just wanted to talk about some sexy murder okay. trees. Slender, delicate palpi with the fury of starved ser- uh, serpents quivered a moment over her head. Then, as if instinct with demonic in- uh, intelligence fashioned upon her with sudden coils around and round her neck and arms. <laughs> then, okay. while her awful screams, yet more awful, awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again to a gurgling moan. The, tent- uh, the tendrils, one after another, like great green serpents with brutal energy and infernal rapidity, rose, retracted themselves, and wrapped around her, fold in fold after fold, ever tightening with cruel swiftness and a savage tenacity of anacondas feasting upon their prey. Hmm. That's terrifying. Yes. Um, That should be a movie. Well, I mean, there's that part of uh, The Evil Dead with the rape tray. Ugh. Oh, I don't remember that. It was a long scene. <laughs> it was a long scene. It was scene. a long scene. It yeah, wasn't a long it scene. Out. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. It was a thing. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much the rest of that. Uh, not as sexy as apparently the first one. I guess. I don't know. It had like hungry serpents or whatever you said, and like. <laughs> I don't know. See, see, like the first one. The first one starts like uh, girth or whatever. (laughs) Girth with one eye that searches out for prey. Yeah. No. Ah. uh, All right. Sorry, I brought it up. (laughs) Uh. So yeah, that was um, that was the Yateveo. That was Um, a thing that happened. Okay. That was also a thing that happened. (laughs) This is a new thing that I know. (laughs) Yes, it's a new thing. It will always be in your head. Okay. Um. So yeah, so that's pretty much we're done with Carl Leish, guys. Thank goodness. What the hell? That's the Yateveo. Oh, yeah, that's the Yateveo. Okay, jeez. Yeah, that's what he was just talking about. So more tentacle porn, I see. <laughs> you know, looking at this, I feel like a lot of contemporary science fiction will have these kinds of images that are like part but you know biological and part almost technological which i mean in some interdisciplinary fields like technology is just a tool and so folklore could be a tool like as operate as a technology just saying um (laughs) but 
you know, <laughs> what this kind of makes me think of is like Doc Ock or something. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I know yeah. that's supposed to be an octopus, but like, I wonder if this is some kind of... Yeah, what we need to do is we need to turn him into Doc Venus flytrap and have him just, just devour humans whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Ant-Man, but not tree... Like Groot! No, Groot, Groot is more of a traditional plant. He's more of a deciduous plant. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's the last one we're talking about. And it's the man-eating lotus tree of Nubia. Oh. Phil Roberts, writing in under the, uh, the Apunka, uh, in 1881, related the tales of his uncle's travels. By the way, that's uncles with quotation marks. Uh, (laughs) throughout the world. Where his he, sugar daddy. <laughs> yes. He actually he actually he actually makes benefactors. <laughs> he described a main eating tree that was found be found in Nubia. In the tale, Robertson's uncle described the tree. This awful plant reared its splendid death shade in the central solitude of the Nubian fern, fern forest. Sickened by its unwholesome humors, all vegetation in the immediate vicinity feeds upon the wild beasts that, in terror of chase or of heat of noon, seek the thick shelter of its boughs. Upon the birds uh, that, fitting fitting across the open space, come within a charmed circle of its power, or or innocently refresh themselves from the cups from its great waxen flowers upon even a man himself when in when an infrequent prey the uh, the savage seeks asylum uh in from storms or turns from the harsh foot wounding sword glass of the glade to pluck a wondrous fruit that hangs uh plumb down among its wondrous foliage by the way most of that was mm-hmm. there was a um three semicolons in that <laughs> that's i as i tell my students that's way too many um can't can't have that happening so i got lost around when you said the word bowels Something like uh, um, they were resting, resting in the bowels or something. The bowels, more like as in like bowels, the, the, like the uh, branches. Treat yeah, branches. So oh. basically, uh, okay. so they said a lot there. It's just like okay, basically, vegetation around it doesn't like it. Like it's just like oh, you smell so bad. I hate how you smell. So nothing and will grow how, next to it. Okay. So nothing will grow next to it. And wild beasts and and whatnot will, and sometimes humans will uh, go underneath of it to kind of like hide from Seek the sun shelter. or rain, yeah. and take shelter. And and because there's no uh, foliage around it, um, the sword grass, there's none of that, so you can like be underneath of it without cutting mm-hmm. your feet open. Mm-hmm. Sword and grass. also apparently grass. it has wondrous fruit that hangs plumb across its wondrous foliage. Okay. Of course it would. And such fruit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? 
and such fruit. Okay. It's it's glorious fruit, I would imagine. Glorious golden ovals, great honey drops, swelling by their own weight into pear-shaped translucencies. Sounds like boobs. <laughs> thank you for thank you for saying the uh, quiet part loud. Boobies. <laughs> There's boobies. Okay. She has lots of boobs. It's a boob tree, everyone. The other trees had tons of dicks, like just all oh over the place. Oh my goodness! Okay, it's nothing. Male genitalia, like all over the place. This one is, you know. Other parts. All That's right. fine. This has Represent. some. This Good. one has some yonic <laughs> features to it. Mm. Um, the foliage glistens with a strange dew that all day long drips on the ground below, nourishing a rank growth of grasses that shoot up in places so high that their spikes of blood-fed green shows far up among the deep tinted foliage of the terrible tree wait i thought nothing grew next to it i think this is just an extension of itself oh okay the sword is this the sword grass no this is something that it grows underneath oh okay and like a jealous bodyguard keeps concealed the fearful secret of the carnal house within and to draw that is definitely a line out of a very raunchy <laughs> erotica novel to keep concealed in the to keep concealed the fearful creature inside i mean not creature who secret of the carnal house within it's like a brothel yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. Like- it's the boob tree and brothel <laughs> Well, also, you know how, like, erotica uh, authors, for whatever reason, like to, you know, just say, like, call, like, boobs and dicks and and, and vaginas and stuff just, like, the weirdest thing. I hate when they say, like, they're sex <laughs> or something. Satin heat. I- I'm sorry. I'm just, I- I'm uh, still laughing at the boob. <laughs> <laughs> the boob tree brothel? <laughs> It's It's the boob tree that has bodyguards. I mean, you have to have bouncers. Yeah, exactly. You can't just let anyone pick your fruit. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be selective, okay? (laughs) Okay, and uh, drawn around the black roots of the murderous plant, a decent screen of living green. This is a well-written... travel log i guess okay oh my gosh what a great book that would be like i wonder if it exists already like a travel log with like all the different cryptids around the world oh my god that's what i would like to do like though there's a there's a series that i've never finished uh but i have all the books for uh, called like the uh, natural history of dragons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so, cool! And it's basically a travel log about a place where like dragons are around, and in this, and it's about like this woman who is like the first like naturalist for dragons, and she kind of travels around with her rich husband, like studying them. And it's yeah. written, it's written like a travel log. Huh? Like it's- the Jane Goodall of uh, dragons? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. It's it's very interesting and like I think that's something that should definitely happen. 
Um, or even like a graphic, like a map of the world with like the little uh, things pointing at the different countries. Like this is where this this cryptid is. Yeah, you know, penis tree is. It was the popular penis, in Australia. The, pen, but... the penis tree is right next to the vagina tree, <laughs> which grows boobs on it. <laughs> Three stars. Yeah. The story continues in describing how the tree captured and ate one of uncle's one of the uncle's native companions, and how the uncle proceeded to shoot the tree when his ammunition was finally exhausted. The uncle continued his work with a knife to destroy the tree, as the tree fought back with its blood-sucking leaves and tangling limbs. Well, an epic battle with the boob tree. That's that's the only uh, that's the that's the rest of it. That's that's all I have. You ate my tour guide. Trees. How dare you? <laughs> Time you to ate die. My- you ate my dirty, unseemly, savage tour guide. Oh, God. <laughs> the humanity. So, um, yeah, what do you think about the man-eating lotus tree of Nubia? I like that one better than the other ones. Yeah. I, I like this one, too. It's I not mean, rapey. It has a nice... I like the one that's not rapey. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... I mean, it's still like eating you. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's not like assaulting you first and then strangling you to death. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the first one is like, you know, what, who, what, I just the Ted Bundy of um, trees, <laughs> and uh, the second one is more like you know, the BTK. Like, well, no, BTK. Yeah, BTK is more of like a creepy stalker guy. You know, goes into your house and like sets up your alarm system and so then he knows how to dismantle it like he's seeing you i see Mm. you already and then the third one is just like like a three-star brothel of that you die at the end Mm -hmm. (laughs) where you don't check out but hey you know you got some shelter you get to see some boobs i guess (laughs) you got some of those honey fruit things boobs that are apparently just dripping all the time just really moist boobs dripping boobs i don't know how i feel about that one i don't know i mean i might be biased because i'm not really big on boobs so (laughs) see i'm i'm the i'm i'm the uh i'm i am the the bridge between this between you two um I am. I'm I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I've seen some nice boobs, but like, like wet boobs. <laughs> like, okay, so <laughs> yeah, no, out of you a know, pool, hot tub, boobs. you know, shower. Not <laughs> <laughs> bad. Yeah. So, like, I do feel like all of these have like a tinge of like eroticism to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm putting that into it. Um, no. But all of these have a tinge of eroticism to it, and I. That I don't normally see in cryptids. Right. Described. Like, I've seen a lot of them described in a lot of detail, but never in a way that I'm just like, you want to fuck this thing, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Like, I've seen, I've heard of, because I'll listen to, like, um, stories about different cryptids or whatever, like, and so a lot of them will be like, oh, this is creepy, or this one is sexually assaulty, or whatever, it's never quite in the language of, and it's hot. <laughs> like, just you the know. marriage of like horror and, and sex is like a thing, yeah. 
Yeah. I love I love the way it says this. It's just like um there was six white Oma translucent palpi reared themselves close to the tree, twirling and twisting with a marvelous incessant motion, yet constantly facing upwards. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> and it's, they and also, are. like, thin as reeds and fail, <laughs> frail as quills, apparently, they were yet five or six feet tall. And so constantly and vigorously in motion, with such a supple, sinuous, silent throbbing against the air. Hmm. Like, it's very, like, oh it's, it, it's just, there is an underlying eroticism to this. And mm-hmm. I, it, it's almost confusing because I normally inject this into it. <laughs> this time you didn't have to, I, yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't. So, so yeah. Um. So, is there is there anything else you can think of before we move on to my second favorite segment of the show? I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that was that was. The, I didn't know any of that before, and now I do, and I'm glad that you told me. Yep. Now yeah, I know thanks. trees to avoid. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I could tell you about actual trees to avoid. Oh, because you're a Boy Scout, right? Yeah. No, no, I just studied murder trees at one point. I just really like murder trees. I like plants, especially ones that kill people really quickly. You should have been a botanist. What is it it that uh, interests you about them? Uh, I just like plants uh, that do weird stuff. Like, my favorite type of creatures is, like, plant creatures, which is why... Which is also why I'm, like, slightly afraid to eat, like, mushrooms, because, like, spores scare me. Hmm. Oh, let's not talk about it, because I love mushrooms. I don't like spores. And anything that makes spores make me feel like, like, I'm, like, violating something when I eat them. It's just like, I'm, yeah, uh, I don't know. I put a lot more thought into that than, like, all the meat I eat, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, but okay, so my second favorite segment of the show, which I need to make a drop for this, can they get it? It's where we <laughs> say okay. it's, where, I love it. it's where we decide, can these cryptids get it? I mean, it sounds like non consensually for the first two, and then the second one the third one. It seems one, like they yeah. think it's they think it's fucking and then uh their victims are dead and don't like it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, all of these stories end in murder. I feel like yes and no. <laughs> well, but the thing is, the thing is, is like, I mean, I think Spring Hill Jack can get it. And like, he, well, he kind of jumps around and he doesn't kill a lot of people. He just kind of scares people. Hmm. We did that one with the thing with the drum on its back. Yeah. That one could get it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Also, the one with the salt shaker. You know what? No, I, I can't think about salt in my in, in, in my private bits, so no. Oh. Yeah. Just eat pineapple. You know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I like it's a a probably a no across the board, mostly. Um, it's probably... It's no for most of the cryptids I talk about. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
I mean, I feel like that, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> well, it, that's going to change when I do my uh, Lake Hunks episode. Uh, Lake with, Hunks? With, uh, Co- with Courtney and Sasha. Oh. In the future. Yeah, that one's being planned out right now. Um, Man. Man. Oh, well. So keep an ear yeah, out for that. Sounds one like a good one. Did I, did I request Lake Hunks? No. I, okay. Dear listener, I asked for the man-eating ones because um, we were going to read a book called Man-Eater, and then we didn't. And I mean, I did. That's why. Well, Daniel read his third, because <laughs> we're, we're 33% pulp and we read books in thirds and not the whole thing. But Daniel read his third and thought that there was excessive amounts of bodily fluids that, <laughs> you know, didn't need to be in a book. Speaking of salt. <laughs> and pineapple. Um yeah, so that's why I picked those ones. Lake Hunk, though. Man, I'm compelled. I yes. can't wait to listen. It's One of them is a horse thing that turns into a handsome man and lures people into a lake. Oh. A horse thing that turns into a handsome man. Yeah. Think think like a Kelpie, except of being like a really beautiful woman. It's a really handsome man. All right. Okay. I mean, I'd probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got a little bit of everyone. A little bit for everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pick your flavor. Let's get to my actual favorite uh, segment of the show. Make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story. Uh, this is where we pitch a story thing about the cryptids we're talking about to appeal to today's youth. Or we just make a story. So I'm going to say you have to include all of these. In some way. So the first tree is the rapey one that we didn't like. And the third tree is the brothel tree. That was okay. What Remind me the Yateveo. Uh, The Yateveo is... It's the tentacle tree. uh, Think of the... Think of the first one, but with more tentacles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, it's a tree army. Obviously, it's a tree army. And, um, oh, maybe the brothel tree is uh, the one that's, like, playing both sides. And so, oh, it's like in Arrival, you know? And then there's those... uh, I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Um so the wait, brothel do you tree- mean arrival annihilation? Because one's about plants and the other one's about not plants. I definitely <laughs> meant the not plant one arrival. I also have not watched <laughs> but annihilation. Annihilation would have been a better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would have been way uh, more in line. Um, yeah, I think that the uh, the honey tree is like playing both sides, and the Avengers come in. And they have to figure out what to do with this massive tree of life um, because other people are coming in and they're going to um, they want to mine it for this um, thing. And there's bl- blue people living in the trees. And, you know, that can't happen because then- uh, d- is there any like weird tentacle sex that they also do with <laughs> animals? Oh dear God. Is there? Maybe. I was thinking. I was trying to make it fit with Avatar. At the no, end. no, I was talking about Avatar. <laughs> I, I got that. Yeah. Okay. Did I they? Did I they was have talking weird... about Avatar. And bring in some that. James Cameron. Oh God. Yeah. No. Like so, so they tentacles. so they have sex through so they have sex through their, their tendrils. Hair thing. Yeah. Their tendrils, but they also do that to to jack into 
the the animals that they fly on. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> so 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 imagine so imagine if like the way like the same way you had sex was also the same way you rode a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> that's just what it imagine. is. Basically, it's just a thought exercise, god. Daniel. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. That's good. That's good. So yeah. So it's. You know what? I would like to make it a maybe like a um, like the a predator movie, except with like these trees. Hmm. Tell yes. Me more. So, uh, so you have like a so you have a group of like explorers. Maybe like maybe it's like a uh, because I'm in a very anti-capitalist mood. Maybe it's like uh, like a. A group of people who are trying to like scout out like w- rare things for them to basically strip away from like a part of like the rainforest or like this forest. Okay. Um, and they they got reports that like some of the uh, researchers are are just gone. Like they haven't gotten any like contact with them for several weeks. So they send so they send some people out. Uh, maybe some like mercenary types as well, because they think it might be like a local uh, tribe that they are okay. in contact with. Mm-hmm. The local tribe kind of points out, being like, "Well, they they pretty much pre- like the local tribes. It's like we haven't heard anything from them either, and and they believe them. So, uh, then they uh they go off into this like area, and it's just like they're just it's basically gonna be like a horror thing where they're getting picked off one by one. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's and like I, an area that smells like iron as well. So like it smells like metallic and like weird, and like maybe like the like the air around just like when you breathe it in, it like tastes like pennies. Ugh. like iron. Yeah, mm. because and it's they, other people's just germs. Nickel. Because it's because it's blood. Right. It's just like so much blood is just everywhere. Oh, the detail. I like it. And then there can be like one tree, and then at the very end, you zoom out and see that there's like, it's like a whole forest of these trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much what that's pretty much what I was try- going for. It's like a whole forest, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what you would call it, but I, it'd almost be like one of those slow slow burn uh, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like a true detective kind of thing. And it turns out it was the tree the whole time. Right. Like an Agatha Christie, yeah. like the twist at the end is that it's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it tree. It was the tree the that whole was... time. The brothel <laughs> was a ruse. The, the, one with the, the one with the eye and the, <laughs> and, the, and the arms that are like grabbing people. It's that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's going to be the Yateveo. I mean, sorry, Yate. Yeah, the Yateveo, of course. And like maybe you can have um you know you can have the other ones as well there. Maybe like you can also add some like mystical elements to them as well. Like like the like the local tribe like sacrifices people to it. Oh. And like it or like the the the, like, the booby brothel tree it, like casts magical <laughs> spells and shit with its like shiny pear-shaped <laughs> fruits. Like nature actually coming alive. Like it's actually alive yeah. and it like it's like an extension of like the gods. 
Mm. Well, in so much media, I feel, or at least the media that I've been consuming, there's like, quote unquote, like left wing terrorism, you know? And so maybe there's this like botanist that wants to get revenge on the world and is like selling seeds for these plants. And then they just go all over the world. Mm. Maybe like it can also like talk and whatnot, like telepathically. Like the aliens in Arrival. Oh. So is this the actual reference to it, or did you get the Arrival and Annihilation fixed up yet? No, no, no. I meant Arrival the whole time, but Annihilation would have been a more appropriate (laughs) reference. But yeah, I meant Arrival the whole time. But in Arrival, they have these like inkblot things that they um, show Amy Adams as her character, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. her name was. And, um, yeah, that's how they communicate. And it's kind of like they decipher it and decode it. And they could decode the, um, you know, ejaculate from the tree. Oh, my. You know, and figure out what it's communi- what it's trying to say. To piece together the message from its DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daniel, what's your uh, pitch? Um, so either one of yours, but like the Cthulhu version. <laughs> see like you can easily turn it into you can easily turn it into a very like old ones type thing mm, like very mm-hmm, easily mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah but i like i like the idea of just like like i want if i would want it to be a slow burn like horror movie right right like the trees have all been lying lying in in wait just waiting for their their moment to kill everybody with their tentacles. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, so pretty much I yeah, I like plant creatures a lot and these are up my alley. Like it's oh. just Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not like th- just kick your head <laughs> out of the gutter. I'm not saying anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You might have the gutter. No, but <laughs> I I didn't think it until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but it's it's always uh, very interesting having these um, a slightly different type of murdery cr- monster mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because so many because so many of these uh, cryptids are basically like, hey, I'm just like normal murdery. I just look weird, but like these are just like, like hey, get close to me. Hey, hey, what's up? Come on, get get closer. Nom 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 nom. Although well, it does kind of, although like uh, I, the one reason I do like these plant creatures as well, because I talked about one plant creature. It was like the uh, vegetable lamb of something, but it was um, it was basically like white people not knowing what cotton was. Oh, like they're just like it had to be from like it <laughs> had to be from sheep because that's what co- that's what it looks like. But like what they thought was for a long time is like um, in in Asia they would just be like these plants that would have like like sheep growing out of it, and they would like oh. pick the stuff off of that. Which you know, if you're an old dumb guy from that time period, I guess that makes sense. Hmm. But uh, what it would do, the only way it can eat, because it still had to eat. So the only way it could eat is it had to swing itself back and forth on its stalk that came out of its belly. And it would just grab the gla- grass around it. And when it ran out of grass, it just died. And that's when you picked it up. Oh. This is still it. what people used to think? This is what people used to think in Europe oh. before they knew what cotton was. 
Wow. So, yeah, it was it was fun. Listen to my A Creepy Herd of Sheep episode if you want to hear about sheep's, uh, <laughs> right. sheep cryptids. Also featuring a very erotic uh, telling of uh, the sheep. I'm sheep's sensing watch. a theme here, Jesse. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like... Like, there's only a couple ways, like, if you uh, describe things that very um, in-depth, there's only a couple ways it comes out. It either comes off as, like, super dry, uh, dry but interesting, mm-hmm. or it comes off as, like, very erotic, like, you want to just fuck it for whatever reason. <laughs> there's, like, oh two God. ways. Sometimes you can You might want to get both. that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's only one or the other. It's one or the other. If you like hearing Jesse talk about tizzle and things, tizzling things, um, you should listen to our uh, recap of the book, The Panorama Egg, that he joined us on um, yep. on mm-hmm. 33% Pulp. We all loved it. It was 100% okay book. We did. Nothing was wrong <laughs> it with it. It was great. Okay. Yep. It's a very generous term. Yep. <laughs> But so, our recaps were all right, and so yep, our recaps that's were good. what matters. That's right, what matters. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, do plugs. Uh, yeah, so Lindsay and I are 33% Pulp. Um, you can reach us on Twitter at 33 underscore Pulp. Um, we also have an Instagram at 33 Pulp, and our website is 33pulp.com. We take a mid-20th century Pulp Fiction novel, we split it into thirds, and with a host, we recap that whole novel over three episodes. It's fun. It's good fun. Yep, it's, like with Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah, it is quite fun. Um, I I enjoy the... Uh, that does not sound convincing at all. I do enjoy the... <laughs> I do enjoy the, uh, okay. the podcast quite a bit. Um, so definitely listen to it. Uh, so yeah, I have a podcast called Alphabet Flight where I go over Marvel characters and teams three times a week. Um, I did the math on it, and by the time I get done with the volumes that I have, I will have five hundred and sixty, no, five hundred and ninety-six episodes, give or take a few. Um, I am at like eight. I'm at like three fifty-six right now. Wow, so I have a little bit cool. to go. What else was I going to say? Oh, I also have a podcast within this podcast where I talk about uh, SPC creatures and stuffs called SCPC. Um, I do that with a person uh, named Marky who does the uh, artwork for the show. What does that mean? Um, I'll send you a link to some of the stuff, but it's basically like a... Uh, <sighs> It's. I'm gonna have to go through a bunch of stuff. Uh, I actually gonna have a a uh, intro into what SBCs are coming out. Oh, <laughs> oh, cool, convenient, uh, fairly soon. Excellent. <laughs> so, so I might. It takes Stay a little tuned. bit to explain. It took uh, me like 15 minutes to explain it. Okay. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, um, yeah. So listen to that. That's gonna be coming out every other week, just so I can kind of fill out the times and whatnot between. Also makes me remember when I'm supposed to put out the episodes because I forget mm. about them a lot. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to see my little cryptid cat, he has four thumbs and 
it's at marvelous mooch um you can just see pictures of him being being cute um i was able a cute to take cat. a picture of him i was able to take a picture of him while i was recording like i normally do because he was sitting in front of the radiator which is in another room mm-hmm. so <laughs> i don't know you get another picture <laughs> get over it <laughs> uh, and uh whenever you see whenever you see a plant that is constantly and vigorously in motion with subtle throbbing sinuous oh silent throbbing sensual that made go you sh- shudder <laughs> maybe don't go to her towards it like i know it's a real sexy tree but don't go towards it it's gonna eat you it's gonna eat you bye it's gonna strangle you first bye, bye. <laughs>